And I love what Pastor Chris said. I love it so much. I love it more than 100%. Discover personally how the Word of God can affect and make a change in your life through the ministry of Pastor Chris Ross. Pastor Chris is the founder of Breakthrough Ministries International Church with multiple branches in South Africa and abroad. He is a healing evangelist for the Jesus the Answer Outreach Ministry, an outreach crusade bringing healing, deliverance and breakthrough to many people. Breakthrough Ministries International is a vibrant church with young, energetic people full of zeal and fire for the Lord. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel to receive new messages every week. Now, let's listen to Pastor Chris. Hallelujah. It will cost you grief and pain, but you will find your life again. Amen. You will find it again. Hallelujah. Father, we give you this session. We pray for the Holy Spirit's guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. Why must we be a large church? We must be a large church because large crowds create great expectation. Luke chapter 3 verse 15. Luke chapter 3 verse 15. And as the people were in expectation, and all men mused in the hearts of John whether he were the Christ or not. Amen. The people were in expectation. Hmm. Now, if you pass by Symphony Road and you see the cars, and if you're fortunate to pass by when the church is coming out, you'll think that there's a large crowd coming from the church. And then you also might have the idea, I wonder what is happening here. Maybe we must, we must come and have a look. I've had many people who I meet on the way, and when they, I talk to them about coming to church, they say, are you but that big church on the way? Then they say, yes, I've already told this one and that one. I want to go and see what's happening there. Why? Because the large crowd creates an expectation. Are you with me? If there's only a few people and a few cars, and even the car park, it starts to look like a small supermarket. Isn't it? It's starting to look like a supermarket. So, you wonder what is happening there. It creates an expectation. Uh -huh. That is even why we can have many altar calls. And many people come because there's a, there's a greater crowd. But just a few, it doesn't work well. Amen. The air is full of excitement. And also faith. Expectation and real faith. Because the faith of everyone is also heightened by what they see. Yes. So the sight of a large crowd inspires faith and creates excitement. Because the combined faith of the crowd is always greater than the faith of just one person. 
yes and that helps also to draw out the gift of the minister everybody who has come to preach by our church they 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 like it because it's a larger crowd than a normal church normal church is always between 40 and 80 normal You mustn't be fooled sometimes if you pass by certain churches and you see a lot of cars on the outside. Don't don't think there's a lot of people on the inside. On my way to church I have to pass by a few churches and then I see lots of cars. But I can tell you when you go in it's about one car per person. Maybe two average two. Do you see? So especially in richer areas. I was on a prayer camp once and then somebody used the camp some church probably rented the building for for the service on a Wednesday night so as I was coming from the place I was praying or somewhere in the vineyards I was coming back and I said hey look at all these cars yo there must be some big gathering here I think there was like 25 cars But when I entered into the building there was only 24 people. <laughs> Stellenbosch, I remember it very carefully, Stellenbosch. I was disappointed because I was expecting a large crowd. It was just a large car park but not a large crowd. Amen. Greater manifestations. Here's a beautiful scripture that I like in uh in uh Acts chapter 8 verse 5. Acts chapter 8 verse 5. And Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ unto them. Continue. and the people with one accord gave heed unto the things which Philip spake hearing and seeing the miracles which he did for unclean spirits they came out of many that were possessed and taken with the palsies and the lame were healed verse 8 and there was great joy in that city so when you preach to larger crowds there's a different atmosphere amen and then there's also greater manifestation of miracles because of the greater the crowds like if i'm got only four people and i say is somebody sick here today then maybe nobody is sick so there can't really be a healing taking place but in a larger crowd there's a tendency that somebody is sick even if i say somebody's got a headache it could maybe it's not even prophetic but there's a big chance because of the many people said somebody has a headache there probabilities the law of probabilities do you see like one day my friend pastor dumpis he was on the on the way to somewhere also i think it was in this area caledon or something. he said when he came around the bend the traffic cop was waiting for him yeah and he said the traffic cop was mosus donnerweer sy sien altyd die bliksem te laat and the traffic cop pulled him over and he said oh today i'm in trouble 
because I don't have license. And the car also don't have license. <laughs> he said, but when he got out, he didn't let the traffic cop come to the car. You see, he got out and he walked to the traffic cop. And then as he was walking, he said to the officer, so spread the year van the leerskare. That says the Lord. Though your marriage is in difficulty, I'm about to make a way for you. He said, immediately the traffic cop started crying. And it's not a joke, because he'll tell... He, he, you know, when somebody tells the same story over, then you know this is a real story. He said the traffic cop started crying, and then eventually he prayed for him and everything. And then the traffic cop, I think it was like, yeah, he told him where he stays and everything. And then after a few days, the traffic cop came, he came to the traffic cop's house or something, and they drank tea together. It's a whole story, and he had to now counsel. So I asked him, Irwarda, Wuch Irwarda, yeah. Hi, Reverend. So, but how did you know that this traffic cop has a marriage problem? Do you know what he said to me? <laughs> he said, Pastor, we at the evil. He says, Who doesn't have marriage problems? <laughs> law of probabilities. Do you understand? I'm talking about the law of probabilities. Because in a big church, you see, that's why the crusades work well if we go and gather lots of people. You can be the most anointed evangelist. You can preach like Vincent Alexander, you know, but if there's not unbelievers in the crowd, then you won't have salvation at the altar. You might have a few people that were stirred by the Maybe the preaching, the head is for decoration, the ear is for jubilation. Yeah, the what? The feet is for transportation. Huh? The lungs is for respiration, but the eyes is for... <laughs> we can have all that, but because the crowd is too small. Do you understand? But once there's a lot of people, so that's why the J.O., the effect of the J.O.s is the going out before the time and then bringing the people to the crusade. It, that's the main work. I'm telling you the truth. It's not so much the pastor preaching, although preaching is a very important part of the spiritual aspect. <coughs> they shall be brought to Christ by the foolishness of preaching. Is there water for me? It, it's more important the J.O., the outreach where you go out and reach the people. Amen? Amen. Lots of crowds, great expectation, and more miracles and more healings. Oh, yes, more miracles and more healings. Somebody here has got a headache. There's a possibility. 
the low probabilities and possibilities because of the larger crowd. Somebody is suffering from sinusitis. I feel it somewhere on this side here. Yeah. Is it you? Yes. Now you must shout because the Lord is showing. And you know, it creates excitement. I mean, a church is nice. Because if some of you are sleeping, then the others will be awake. Uh -huh. If some of you don't want to jump up and say something, then a few will do it. So it creates. You see, even in our church, then a large group is sitting dead like this group here. But there'll be some shouting, some jumping, some screaming. Look, even when Bishop Dag is preaching, I love to watch Bishop Dag, I tell you, because I just learned so much. Then he's preaching, then he says, oh, so this crowd is sitting square. It's not because, I mean, he's the expert. He's the expert of experts. But even there, people are sleeping. So one day he called three girls to the front, recent camp I watched, and they were asking, what, what, what were you doing? So they said they were sleeping. What? He's preaching. I mean, how can you sleep when Bishop Dag is preaching? But, but it didn't seem like it, you see, because the front row was jumping up and excited. It creates excitement and expectation because of a larger group. Do you see? So some at the back were dozing off. And we see this in BMI as well. You don't see because you're looking at me. I'm on the stage. I look to the back. See a large crowd sitting. That's why I always tell Virgil that when they're leading the worship, look at the audience uh -huh, and tell the people to stand. Especially the young children. You mothers that must tell your little children to stand when it's worship time. A child doesn't know until you tell him. I said, oh, don't sit. We are worshiping God. Stand to your feet. So you get the kids to sit there. And then the mother gives the child a cell phone. Play Tetris just to keep you busy. No, uh, no, 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 no. Tell them to stand. Do you see? And I see Bishop Dag when he's teaching and preaching. He does that. He would tell people. And this group is sitting here. You're not excited. What, what's wrong? You see? This group and this group. But you that's watching the video, you can hardly see it because of the large crowd. I'm explaining the benefits of a big church to you. Amen? Amen. You create expectation and with the expectation comes more healings, more miracles, more marriage, marriages restored. Because somebody here has a marriage problem. I can call out many things. Somebody here has suicide tendency. They come. There's a probability that there's two or three. I'm not saying that the Lord can't direct the prophets to directly point to people. That also, that's also God working. But you can just say, headaches, come. They come. Hmm? Like if I say, somebody's got a problem with his stomach. 
many fat people that that's not sick, they can also lay their hands and say, like, I've got a problem with my stomach. That's a good law of probability, isn't it? Greater expectations. The people with one accord gave heed to the things which Philip spoke, hearing and seeing the miracles which he did. For unclean spirits crying with a loud voice came out of many that was possessed, and many taken with the palsies. What's palsies, doctor? La lameness. Beautiful. Is that a dictionary? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and that were lame. They were healed. And there was great joy in that city. Hallelujah. Mark 16, 20. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Beautiful, isn't it? There is great faith. And whenever there's great faith, you can expect more power and more miracles. Jesus always told the people, it's your faith that has made you whole. Faith generates the miraculous. Hmm? We're not saying God doesn't work in small churches, but there's bigger excitement when there's more people. There's more power. There's more miracles. There's more testimonies. Praise the Lord. And we will restart again our testimonies very soon. Hallelujah. Number what? There's more evangelism hmm? in a bigger church. There is more evangelism. Now, this is something we're not doing properly yet, but I trust we will do it soon, that we will have our own small groups going out and doing evangelism. You can change over, Cyril, if uh, your arm is getting lame, so that he can play. We are two now. Two is better than one. Amen. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 8 And now the word of the Lord is ringing out from you to people everywhere Even beyond Greece For wherever we go we find people telling us about your faith in God We don't need to tell them about it So more evangelism is taking place Yes, because Like the Students Fellowship, they can have an outreach the ushers can decide to have an outreach. This is what Bishop Dag them do very well. And if we follow them, we can also copy this example. It's like the choir is not just for the choir. They, should, they must do an outreach. Can you believe it? And the home cells must all do outreaches. Or they can bring the zone together and have a little open air. If you, if, if you didn't think it's possible, I'm introducing it today, today, today. Yeah. So like Calvin, take all your home cells and then do one Sunday Ask for the small sound system from Pastor Robbie, book it out and go and do a small outreach and you become the evangelist there. Wow, evangelist Calvin with his wife Loli. So more people have a chance to do, it might not be as big as the J.O., but it's a small little open air. Why not? Pastor Ali can also do it. 
I think there must be at least one for this year, of all of you, if not more, at least one. Will you do an outreach, take your, your whatever, how many shell groups you have with you? Five, then you take them and go do an open air. You are bigger than many churches with five cell groups. Where's Pastor Ali? Yeah, you have many, isn't it? How many cells? 16. Oh. Laden and Symphony. How many cells? Are you the zone pastor? No. Sisipo. How many cells in, Laden, in, in Symphony? Ten. Ten With six in Leiden is sixteen. You can do an opening. You see that field you wanted to give to me? Do go do an opening. You don't need my stage and stuff, the trucks. You just small, small. Can use the church's bucky. I'm 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 introducing new things. So you say, ah, oh, there's always lolly singing, always this. that's your chance to sing. You can ask Brother Cyril to come play or Sedwin to come play for you in your, in your outreach. Yeah. You say, our zone is, let's call it zonal outreach. Sit down. Zonal outreach. Because Bishop Dagdam, they do fellowship outreach. Like the fellowship, the choir went this, the choir. By us, it doesn't seem to be working yet in that way. So let's do zonal outreach. Uh, so if there's anybody from the singers in that zone, go and sing. You sing on the open air. It will be wonderful, isn't it? There'll be more evangelism. The students are not doing their thing, so they need a singer, they needed this, they needed this. We can do backtrack. So Bella, Bella, Bella must not wait for J.O. to come to Chestnut Place. Do your own thing. Hmm? In Chestnut Place, arrange a little, and then all the, the, the people from Chestnut Place come together. One give a testimony, two sing, one leads a few choruses and the pastor preach. You don't get lazy and wait for me to come with the big truck and the stage and the banners. That's, these are things we want to do. We are actually looking at doing a crusade on the 3rd of March, which is next week. I'll, I'll meet with Pastor Ali them later to see where and what. I think we're going to Toilet City. I'm not sure. Not sure, but I think they, they showed me pictures of toilet. What's that pictures from Toilet City? Yeah, we're gonna see if that can work. But that's a huge crusade. But you can do your small crusades. I was very small when my father took me with Brother Pani. You know Brother Pani? <laughs> Brother Pani had a pan cup. <laughs> so he had a mafia hat. He was from Extension 13. But he was, he sang like Tommy Seiden. Hey! Really, he had a night. Do you remember Brother Pani? Charlie, do you remember Brother Pani? <laughs> he was my father's friend. I don't think, I'm not even sure if he was really, sit, sit down, sit down. I don't think he was really, if he fell back or something. There was one stage and then he, he used to backslide a few times. But when he comes back to the Lord. <laughs> coming home. Coming home, I've been expecting to learn. Yeah, he could sing, Charlie. From five rows back, that night I came. You know, some people just have a voice. Like you can broad. You know what it means to broad? 
it's old language we used to use, like a guy that can really sing well. Yeah, he, he was like, he was powerful. Can't remember all the songs he sang. He's in Chestnut Place, then they, we stand at the bottom, then my father, and then we small children we would go with because he was my father's friend. My father liked evangelism, so he used to like these wild friends. And you know, evangelists, they're all wild. So they would stand there. I don't think they had mics or anything. Just open air. So we were also just brought there and said, right, testify. <laughs> I think we were 12 or 13 or 14. So we also now had to testify because there was only five in the evangelism outreach. And it wasn't the church. It was like Brother Pani's outreach. I think there was something wrong with his ear. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> He's laughing, he knows something. There was something wrong with his ear. The ear only grew in certain places. But that was the church. They belonged to the assemblies of God. But they had a private outreach on a Sunday afternoon. And my father went with. That's how I got to. Now, so preaching in Chestnut, I'm doing since I was a child. We just went along and then there was, a, there was not many people to take part in the program. Because it was Brother Pani, my father, myself, and I think two sisters. So now we're looking for a testimony. Like the young man who was here to stand in the name of the Lord. And I had to speak there. The Lord. Because I heard him shouting. So I was just shouting, The Lord. <laughs> mm. Outreaches, more evangelism. And people came to the Lord. People came to the Lord. You won't believe how your one on one evangelism affects people. You know, because you are the testimony, you are the witness. You are the one that says, I was there when Jesus changed me. And then even like Christine is not here, we were hoping she could come. Like many people, Bera and those ladies, they came to BMI because when they saw Christine, Christine is Naldo's mother. Many of you don't know her. She's from Chestnut Place. She was part of the girl, a girl group that was very wild. Yeah, very wild. Desmond. The father was deep into alcohol. When the two of them gave their lives to the Lord, it affected many people. They said, if God can do this for them. Wow. Then God is great. Oh, then God is great. I, I know people that contacted me like the people in our area of, of where I stay. Varsity State, they call it. They're like, hey, they know these people. Either from the church, the Catholic church, or there was a scrap collecting movement going on there. So they said, they can't believe what happened to those people. 
Those who were drunkards. And Christine was wild. Hey. With a knife. That's why I, I always say she must walk with me because. Yeah. She got knocked by a truck some years ago, so she can't walk properly anymore. I don't know. The Lord has reasons why. But she was armed and dangerous. Yeah. But the Lord changed her. And many people are now part of breakthrough because of that witness. She didn't even speak just the way her life is. She became a witness. Hallelujah. You can be that witness. Sometimes you must force yourself into doing things that's not your nature. Like I was there. It's not my nature to do that. But you have to. You have to do it. Amen. Hey, my mother was the greatest evangelist. Maybe we got it from her. She was like believing everybody is going to hell and everybody must hear the good news. Bechis, rich people, that didn't matter. She believed that you must tell people about Jesus. She, she was, I think, one of the few people I met that had a real, real conversion. Do you understand? When I say real conversion, like you really know heaven's real, hell is real. And the people that don't know Jesus is going to hell. She really believed it. She's like, you can't walk past me and I don't tell you. Do you know Jesus? Have you given your life to Jesus? Hey. I think when you guys met her, Sandy, she was... She had to calm down because she used a lot of tablets. Uh, the devil also attacked her for that thing. She was wild though. When we walked with her, hey, she would stop everybody. Sometimes it's embarrassing sometimes because you don't want your mother to talk. But she believed people are dying. People must be saved. I pray that, that such an anointing will come to us all. You can't just walk away from a person not knowing where will he spend eternity. We gave everybody this little, well we didn't, but Deirdre can still do it and Jason must make it happen. This little clip of Rodney Howard Brown. Has anybody ever told you that God loves you and has a great plan for your life? Can I ask you a simple question? If you must die today, are you sure you will go to heaven? If you're not sure, you know, I don't know. Where's the, where's the clip? Give it to me. Why are you looking in my bag? What, who tells you I've got it? Now see if I can find it. There, yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Somebody has it in English? Go through it and see if you can find it. Somebody might, could have taken it from me. Beautiful. Beautiful. Give my glasses. Is it this one? Yeah. Has anyone ever told you that God loves you and that there is a wonderful plan for your life? This is stopping a stranger in the street, okay? 
I have a real quick but important question to ask you. I have a real quick but important question to ask you. If you were to die this very second, do you know for sure beyond the shadow of a doubt that you would go to heaven? If the person says yes, great. Why would you say yes, you ask? If they respond with anything but I have Jesus in my heart or something similar to that, proceed with the script. Or if they say no, I hope so, then proceed with the script. So this is the script. You see. So you say, let me quickly share with you what the Holy Bible says. It says, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. The Bible also reads, for whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So there are three scriptures that you must know with, with, this, with this script, right? The first one is that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then number two, the wage, that's Romans 3.23 and Romans 6.23. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Then the other one is things, Romans 3. Uh, the Bible also reads, For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 10.13. Romans 10.13 For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Then you tell the person, so you also are whosoever. Right? You ask the person. Of course you are. You don't wait for the person to answer. You say, of course you are. All of us are. Then you go on. So you must all study the script. I'm telling you, it will really help you. Now you say, I'm going to say a quick prayer for you. So there's three scriptures you give and two prayers. What? Three scriptures? Two prayers. The first one is Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Then Romans 10.14. 10.13.4. shall shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Huh? I'm, I'm training you. Servants trained. Servants armed. Now here's the two prayers. You want to hear the two prayers? The first prayer is not to lead him to Christ. The first prayer is to ask the Lord to make him, open him to the gospel. Alright? I'm going to say a quick prayer for you. Now you must know, you've asked the name. Say Chesney, right? Lord bless Chesney and her family with long and healthy life. Hey, people like such prayers. You see now, this is a very intelligent approach. Lord bless Chesney and the family with long... Oh, keep, now you say, oh, keep praying because this is a nice prayer. Jesus, make yourself real to her and do a quick work in her heart. So you're asking now for this prayer of salvation. You're preparing for the prayer of salvation. You say, do a quick work in her heart. If Chesney has not received Jesus Christ as her Savior, I pray she will do so now. Wow. So first the family for the health and the long life. And then that the Lord must do a quick work in her heart now. If she's not accepted, she should do so now. Then you say, Chesney, if you would like to receive the gift of God 
the gift that God has for you today, say this after me with your heart and your lips out loud. Say, Dear Lord, now normally the people will say it because you've just prayed a prayer for long life and healthy stuff. Dear Lord, Dear Lord. I come to you. Sorry. Dear, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me and cleanse me. Wash me and cleanse me. Set me free. Set me free. Jesus. Jesus. Thank you that you died for me. Thank you that you died for me. I believe that you are risen from the dead. I believe that you are risen from the dead. And that you're coming back again for me. And that you're coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost. Give me a passion for the lost. You see, this is a very important part of the prayer. I never first understood it, but now I do because immediately at the prayer of salvation, you are also making the person a worker. This is the problem of our church in the city and in Cape Town. We, we bring them to Christ, but we don't, they don't even think of like coming for training and arming for workers. Now we have to here, man. Now we have to get and Yeah. Give me a passion for the lost. Give me a passion for the lost. A hunger for the things of God. I hunger for the things of God. And a holy boldness to preach the gospel of and Jesus a holy Christ. Boldness to preach the gospel of I Jesus am saved. Christ. I am saved. I'm born again. I am born again. I'm forgiven. I am forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Now you can say as a minister of the gospel of Jesus, I can tell you that all your sins are forgiven. Always remember to run to God and not from God. Because God loves you and He has a great plan for your life. Now I invite you to Breakthrough Ministries. Um, we are just here down the road. Here by the big church. Would you be so kind to give me your name and your phone number so I can phone and remind you? You know? It's the script. Do you, who doesn't have this? Kanikolo. Just put up, don't be shy, man. This thing is honest a boot here. She made her own one, huh? Chichi? Is this yours? Huh? No, it's wrong. Somebody made a mistake. It has to be a right way around. If you turn it around, it must be the same way. But we'll make more. And I think it can be. Um, what do you call this thing? Laminated, so you have it in your Bible or wherever you walk with it, please. And I want you to memorize it. Let's start by that. Let's not just talk, talk, talk and not do it. Can you all memorize this thing for me? It's not difficult. You can miss a word or two, but just so that we have the, the skeleton. Do you understand? Hmm? It starts by saying, Has anyone ever told you that God loves you? beautiful as anyone has anyone ever told you that God loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life all you need to know is to memorize it then that pray in here Lord give me the boldness to speak it yeah and so this will be your assignment how many of this do we have here we don't have a photocopy machine 
I wanted to give them an assignment to see who can do it before the camp is over. Yeah, you'll be able to. Rodney Albert Brown. Daar sit daar kom hulle nou. Hulle skrik nou wakker, ne? Is dit wonderlik? Hulle skrik, skrik, wakker. Send it to all the people. So, you are all going to be tested. Tonight, this is your homework. Instead of telling jokes in the night and chasing one another with, with cushions, study this thing. Tomorrow we will exercise it. We are making you armed and dangerous. Hey, you'll be leading many people to the Lord. You'll be surprised at what God is going to do. You underestimate yourself. And you are right, you're actually not powerful, but with God. I said, with God, all things are possible. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Amen. With Christ, I can do all things. You can become a witness. Catherine Kuhlman says, I, have, I was born with no gifts. I was even born with no hair on my head. She had no hair. She said, just some fur. Why would God want to use me? She couldn't even sing. You know? She would have this huge choirs. Hallelujah. What you see in Benin is actually a copy of Catherine Kuhlman. Benin maybe made it a little nicer. Because Benin can sing. He sang in the Catherine Kuhlman choir. That's why he has, a, he can keep tone, tones and, you know. And it was Catherine Kuhlman who started this choirs. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But she herself, couldn't she? She was false. Like Virgie's mother now told us, if the father was a false singer. <laughs> I was born with no gifts, he said. I had no gifts. You can find that clip somewhere. I was born with no gifts. Not even here on my head. She was like very thin. She was not like attractive. She was not even mooi. You can get something. A woman has either this or that. She said, I had nothing. But she's, if you talk about any woman in the gospel, then she's like one of the greatest. Married a man, divorced him again. So they really didn't want to give her any platform to preach because nobody in those years took any divorces. Hey, but God is, is, is honest to you. God is different, I tell you. God is not like us, you see. God takes the people that nobody wants. He took the David, he took the Moses. These are all murderers and Paul used them. Yeah, used Kuman, Miss Kuman great woman of God. Very strict. They told, the, woman, the people who work with, the, with her said, you can't mess around her. No, people with the anointing, you can't, you can't mess. That's why I get angry when people are slow. And it's anointed people are like that. They don't like nonsense. When they're in the audience, they talk soft, but when you work with them, you gotta, you gotta do your work properly. Amen? So how many of you are going to learn this? Wow, tomorrow will be your big day. Amen. So you will have to you'll have to act it out with another person on stage, alright? 
you're passing by this person and you're telling the person, Hello, has anybody ever told you that God loves you and that there's a great plan for your life? That's the first line. I'm already giving it to you. Can I ask you a real quick and important question? If you should die this minute, are you sure you will go to heaven? Hey, there's the second one. It's easy, man. It's easy. It's like Humpty Dumpty. Set on her. Humpty Dumpty had her. You don't know. Uh, what do you do? What, 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 what rhymes did you do in your, in your culture? Skunska lunzas? You never heard of Humpty Dumpty? Huh? Humpty Dumpty was a big egg. He sat on a wall. You never heard about this egg that sat on a wall. And then one day he had a great fall. You never heard the story. No, huh? And all the king's men. And all the king's horses. They could not put Humpty. Together. Again. Do you want to give your life to Jesus? Praise the Lord. More evangelism. Amen. Beautiful. Are you still around? We are telling you why we must be a big church. If we are a big church, then we can have many people doing evangelism. Hmm? Wonderful. Where are we now? A larger church also has greater income that can be used for the work of God. I find it now a little bit with breakthrough. Normally we have, uh, Deirdre will tell you, January month is not a good month for us. But surprisingly, we, we, we could see the church has grown. And we taught on tithing and I'm going to teach it again soon. Will a man rob God? And that was a powerful message. Eh? I think that was a timely God sent message. And from then the tithing just went higher. Will a man rob God? <laughs> Where's my wife? She tells me about this guy who was in the home cell. And he was starting to say that when he heard me preach, Will a man rob God? He was thinking, Now why would pastor preach such a message? He's weer mens in die kek wat die geld gesteel het. There's people in church that stole the money. And he was, he was hoping to hear from my preaching, Who is this people? Because he could see that I'm, I'm not happy with people stealing the church's money. And he says, but as the message was going on, he realized, she, she, she told us that she came back and she said, he real, and you know, my wife can laugh for, for long over something. She said, he, he, he turned and he said, but then he realized, my ekes moshi Will a man rob God? But from, since we started teething, tithing, and, and so, especially some of our young people that have come through the system, they've started finding jobs and they believe in tithing because we always taught them to give to God what belongs to God. And the church could then, that's why I could finish that project at the back. I, I, 
push. That project cost me about 300,000. Right? Quick, quick, in two weeks, I put it up. Yeah. You see now the benefit of that project. It's even nice now, isn't it? It's a real kitchen now. A nice prophet's lounge for gathering, meeting, taking the guests to the back. We're still going to furnish it out, don't worry. Nice plants and settees. Offices, we can work better now. But with a larger church, there's more money and you can do more things. Yeah, your outreaches. I want to buy a truck, a bigger truck. The truck is too small for the outreaches. I want to buy me a bigger and more modern truck so that when we come, we come properly. Do you see? And win souls for the Lord. Oh, yes. I, I, we need to put up an LED screen. It's important. For the words, the pictures, the way the modern church is moving. We must move. It's going to cost. Maybe a quarter million, two fifty thousand. Ah, there's, those screens are not a joke. They, they cost money. And the, the size we want. I tell you. But with the larger church, you can do big things. Bishop Dagdam can do big things. Bishop Dagdam gave us a big donation when we bought the land. He didn't even ask his church in Ghana. He phoned his church in, in England and the one in America and said, send some money to Pastor Chris. So they sent some US dollar. British pound. If you see the things those people do, say, God. I thank God I didn't, and I pray, pray for me that I never get excited about money. I've never been excited about money. Oh no. I drove my cars to a standstill. You can ask the people. Those cars that you see around the Jason's driving, those cars are broken. They're going to fall apart any day. <laughs> the engines are finished. They owe more than 300 kilometers on the clock. 300,000 kilometers on the clock. They finish. I drove them to because I used all the money for the church. Never bothered to buy me a nice car, nice this, this, this. My heart is not there, you see, to enrich myself, but to build and to do things. So I've seen what the Lord has done with my bishop and the money. Because they don't love money so they can they can be trusted to, to, to handle money carefully and use and use it wisely. Yeah. Oh Jason, they cancelled the crusade now. It probably cost them thousands of rands. They just cancelled, withdrew. Everybody's passports, everybody's visas, trucks driving for 30 days, 30 days of petrol, driving, driving, 10 washing trailers. Just turn back, it's finished. I always prophesied one day we will have lots of money, isn't it? And it's coming. It's coming, Clinton, it's coming. And actually what Bishop said, he said, he said it's the leaders that's the biggest givers in the church. Yeah. He says most of the things he's did is always the leaders. And that's why the lay ministry is important. Because as you stay in the lay ministry, you can also get money to help the church. Do you see? Your money you get in your secular works, you give to the Lord. The 10% you give to God. It will help us. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord.
praise the Lord. So bigger income. Alright, what else? Um, special ministries. Praise God. Special ministries. Special ministries. We'll take care of special needs. And we'll develop within a mega church. We have our support for addiction. What's, what's, what's the name of the guy? Griffin. He's one. But I need more. We also have uh, handicap. What's the pastor's name? Frail. Frail K. Yeah. We need more specialist ministries. Do you understand? With the big church, these things. We need a prison ministry. Prison. People that can go visit the prisons. Yeah. We'll give you a card. Breakthrough Ministries International. Pastor over prison ministry. We give you a stamp. Everything. I can't be all over. Do you understand? So if God gives you this desire, like catering, what do they call it? Culinary stars. They call it in Ghana, the color, color, culinary, culinary stars, culinary, culinary, culinary. Oh, what's Nemo? What did the guy, what could the fish not say? An, an enemy. And then even you can't say it, isn't it? What's it? And yeah. And then culinary stars. So we need my wife. Samantha, my wife brags a lot about you, so maybe God sent you to help her to do things like that. But there's a ministry for that. It's not like easy. To ask Jason when we go to Ghana and Pastor Charlie, them, I don't know, they haven't been with me for a long time, but they, everything is improving every year. Now we, we don't eat anywhere there, there, there. We go right with the buses, take us from the wall to their dining hall, which is bigger than Breakthrough. Bre Breakthrough's church is about the size of Breakthrough's church. Yeah. Their dining hall is the size of our church. Then, then the ladies or the tables are there. I mean, it's a large scale. So every board is right. They can sit 500 people around tables. Everybody gets food. Everybody. Drinks. Those people come to you. What do you like? What? Pineapple. The pineapple opens like this. Not the pineapple. Coconut. Coconut water with a straw. Oh, you want this? Do you want this? Do you want juice? Do you want... What do you want? Anything you want, we can give it to you. Let me say something to all of you. Now that the Lord is showing me this. You need to break out of your small mindsets. Huh? Even if, if you're not used to things and you see we doing it, it's what we were also exposed to. So, 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 so. Maybe I must just one day buy, Deirdre, a lot of cool drinks and a lot of food and tell you all, eat till you can't eat anymore. <laughs> Won't that be a good idea? Say, what do you want? Stony, Coke, everybody like six tons, one, two liter. Just drink everything. Huh? So that you stop with your mindset. You know, like when you leave a party. And you see the, the stuff, the cake is still on the table. Then you say to your friend, 
Evona watrata limit alai kuk. I wonder what they're gonna do with all that cakes that's left. No, you want it. Now you wonder what they're gonna do with it. You must say, can't they give me some of that cakes? Evona watrata limit alai samosa smak. Evona, Evona watrata la. Morgan, listen to me. You must change your mindset. I'm struggling. You can ask Lance how I blast him a lot. He's collecting tins and stuff. I say, Lance, he's eight day world eight. Carol week, lose the blockies. Want he will ungiver a two cent a blockie per kilo. Says Carol mentality, Carol. It's a, it's a bad mind. You're gonna walk with me where there's plenty. Believe me. Yeah, that's why when I go to McDonald's, I ask who doesn't have, and I buy you all. It's not a, it's not a problem. And you must move quickly to that level. Hmm? Don't just say, oh, we got a great pastor. Don't be like that. Come out of that mentality. Sekalar, skalaras, skal. Who says it's skalaras? Skaralar, skaral, skaral, skaral dan lar, skaralar. Alles bukan sakis kolek. Is even some ladies when they work in the kitchen, then they say, "Tapi masih sakis dah, mana dah?" Hah? Semenka? Nek saya macam, ikan saya macam no weg dah. Hah? Twenty-first, yeah. Ah. Oh, giants! Is that the new package now? Look, I don't blame you. Look, it's where you come from, but you need to change it. I thank the Lord for my wife. My wife was from a different experience, so she taught me a lot. I also didn't even I didn't know how to eat prawns. My wife taught me because it was at my wedding day when I saw prawns. We're not used to such food. Yeah. Then I also had to learn that you don't have to finish all your food. Yeah. Not safe for later. Taisuka Skaralar. Skaralar. That's next when you bought it. I fried doggy bag. Es ist kleinste Kühne, nur so ist sie kann nicht etwas davor, Mann. Sei sogar Doggebe. And I'm very serious. I'm joking, but I'm also serious. You need to change this mindset. One day I I I was preaching at a crusade, at an invitation, at a church, and then normally when my crew goes with me, they know. 
if we're early or so, we'll go to a place to have something small to eat and so on. So I took these brothers with me to McDonald's on the way back. I had a suit on, wow, and the people were all looking, you know. Nobody really comes with a suit to McDonald's. So we bought this wonderful food and we went to sit on a nice table in the corner. Hey, Big Mac, chips, drink. Is, uh, what is it called? The meal. The meal. Yeah, the Big Mac meal. So as we were busy preparing, because I'm not feeling comfortable with this suit, eating a McDonald's burger. This is more for a restaurant, you know. But at any rate, I had to humble myself. But as I was busy preparing my food, the brother next to me, he had opened the burger. And he was throwing the chips <laughs> on top of the burger. And then he closed the burger. So you now know the burger is elevated. The top bun is elevated a little higher. And he was trying to open his mouth large enough. Oh, that day I got very angry. I said, brother, what marked You see, the church is a great institution. It doesn't just teach you about Jesus and about God and about the holy things. You also learn some culture and you learn to become a, a great human being. Uh, not, not a loafer, not a scaralar, not a beggar. You're not a beggar. Actually, the Lord promised us in Deuteronomy, you will not beg. You will, you, will not, you will not borrow from people. You will lend to many. You will borrow from none. You won't ask us. Sarah Naksi. Aure ou. Sarah Naksi So, So even though you live in these places, don't come with that style. Leave that style off. Always putting packets away. God cares for tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Wrap it up. There's, there's, there's one side of frugality, but there's the other side of being a, having a poor mentality. Don't mix, don't mix the, don't mess the two. Well, we will also eat maybe some food that's left over. Especially curry is nice if you keep it so a day or two. But I'm not talking about that. You know what I'm talking about. You see, I'm training you. I'm arming you. Throw away that stuff that clots up your house so much. Because your mindset is wrong. You want to hurt. You, you, God, God has got the new thing ready, but you can't give it because you don't have space. You don't have space for it. Amen. Start to give things away, then you come testify. Then you join the testimony campaign and tell us, Pastor, I want to give a testimony of what the Lord has done for me. Amen? Yes, God is going to do it for you. But special ministries will arise. Amen.
Hallelujah. We had a sister to do feeding scheme, but she disappeared now, so I don't know if she's coming back. Um, but that's a ministry that is stuck now. We need to get it going again. Feeding the poor. Hmm. So if the Lord speaks to any of you about it, please come and see me. The disabled and the poor. Amen. Number what? We must have a big church. Because in a big church, there are more beloveds for those potential marriage partners that's looking for people. Amen. My friend, as a pastor with a church that's not big, and he's losing his best girls because there's no boys for them to marry. So they go to marry the boys in other churches. And I don't know how it works, but then they go with those men. Also believing men, you know, like the churches make sure they see a nice boy, but he's not in your church. So you, man, you like this boy from another church and eventually as you marry, you leave. Uh-huh. That's how they live. But with a mega church, there are many beloveds. Hmm? And some of our, you, you see, what, what, what our people don't realize is that there'll be enough even to choose. You don't have to rush. We had a, 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 some of our boys were like waiting like flies. When they see a new beloved, they jump. That's how Severi, I know them got lost because they, they thought that there's not going to be more. There's more coming. Even nicer. And when I say nicer, I'm not talking about looking nice. Your kop is is the song of Boichi. Yeah, yeah. It's that song. Lake Moy. I see Lake Ibuni. Yeah. There'll be many to choose from. Nice girls. Look at these two nice girls here. 19 years old. Do you have beloveds? Where's your beloved? Did you bring him to church? Or did you meet him at church? Oh, he was already your beloved. Huh? Deacon Fry. You don't have a beloved yet. Did I ask if she's on school? I asked if she has a beloved. Do, do, do you think people at school don't have beloveds? Huh? So why tell me she's on school? Huh? Do you know Chelsea had a beloved when she was at school? Is that true, Chelsea? It just wasn't official, but it was unofficial. So don't tell me she's at school. What is this guy, man? This guy is giving me the wrong problem. No, no, no. Okay.
There'll be many boys. You see, don't now. First boy, this is not the most. I come in nochi. No, there's many. Take your time. And if a girl is in a hurry or boy is in a hurry, it's not a good sign. Not a good sign. You should wait and treat you nicely. Boys who just want to start taking off your clothes, don't, don't, don't. Run away. Chase them away. And boys who want to be alone with you is not good. Always in good company where the light is shining. All right. Be careful for these boys that... They just inter- and especially if a boy had sex, you are finished. You are finished. Ask your beloved, have you had sex before? Ask straight, did you have sex before? If a girl has had sex also, you are also finished as a boy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the taste, once you taste it. It's like a snake, you, you, you've been poisoned with it. You will come... You want to continue, do it all the time. I never knew this, but I had a friend who told me, uh, bless him, he told me about his beloved, we were at university, so he told me that he's having sex with his beloved. So I asked him a few questions, you know, because I didn't understand. He said, hey, Charlie, once they taste it, they like get crazy. He told me. I didn't know. My wife never told me these things. It's my friend who told me. He married this lady eventually. But he said to me, they get angry if you don't come to them for sex. So you ladies, you can look innocent. My friend told me. My friend told me. Because yeah. I, I, I always thought it's just the man, the man, the man. The man, but he said, Chale, 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 Not if they're virgins. If they're virgins, they don't know. But once the, the, the snake has bitten them, he said, then it's like a craving. I had to learn from him. He was a Muslim guy. He's born again now, but that time he told me. You don't know I know things. I know things. And in our church, we we won't hide to talk about sex. Because sex is a very common thing. Most of us here have sex, right? It's a very, and it's it's almost an everyday issue. If you don't have it, men think about it. I think the scientists say that men think about sex like every few minutes or so. I don't know all the stats. Yeah. Men are either having sex or thinking about sex. Then sexual perversion is so big today. You know, when I hear Bishop Dag talk about these things, then I also wonder, it's so big, even in West Africa, you will now think they don't, then they talk about pornography and how it is, you know. We've kind of shied away from a lot of these things. But in reality, it's what is happening when we are away from one another. Yeah, Like watching porno. Like it, it can become an addiction. Maybe if you don't have it, then you think, oh, nobody has it. But you need to address these issues. Yeah. I didn't study it a lot, but I hear what Bishop talks about. Uh, pornography is like on a big scale. And a lot of people are addicted to it. 
So they go on the internet. Now the internet. I mean, maybe because of the internet. Yeah. In our days, you had to go and find a movie somewhere. Some bad friends said, I want to know a blow film. It was called a blow film. I don't know what was blue about it. Huh? Is it true? Yeah, blow film. But now today it's on the phone, it's everywhere. Then they talk about sex. The girl is having sex and she has to she has to uh, smile, but it's not really enjoyable. She's being hurt because the guys have what you call Bishop is, is was talking so this guy is so straight, but this is the real reality. The guys are having like um, what do you call it? Falsified penises. Like plast uh, pl plastic. It's like it's like um, fiberglass. It's not real. So they put it on TV. Then it looks like this guy's got the machine gun. And the poor girl is smiling. But she's under pain. She gets paid a lot of money. Then, then you come back to your wife. You think that she must be like that girl. But it's not real. It's an act. It's a show. There's a lot of cameras in the room taking pictures and it's not they're not alone your mind is polluted ah. but if you're caught up in pornography God can deliver you just ask him to deliver you and he will break from it in Jesus name because it's a killer it's a killer you think life is like that but many of those things are fiberglass Many of those things. Women's bodies, men's bodies don't look like that. A, in marketing, yes, Jamie Ross is a marketer. There's a lot of lies. You mustn't get caught up in deception. You see, this if you if you're on Facebook, you see that they got this lot of fitness programs now. Then they say if you do this for 28 days, <laughs> you're gonna look like this. Now the guy is doing some exercises. The guy is ripped up belly. He's just doing some press up, but he's already ripped from top to bottom. Now they think through this 10 minutes a day, he's become like this. <laughs> Let's get serious. They don't tell you how many years he spent in the gym to look like this. He's, get, he's just getting paid a lot of money. So the guys and the girls here treat one another with respect. Sex, once you've had it, it's not as great as what you thought. You know, the reality about sex is a lot. I don't want to go too deep into it. There's no children here, but still, it's not like it looks on TV. Let's not even talk about pornography. Let's just talk about the movie, James Bond. It's not like that. Not like that. Not all ladies are nice like the TV ladies. Some go to a bush, brah. Some ladies don't bath often. So it's not like it's not like my mind always works like that. It's not like it's not like what you see. The instinct maskin.
Sorry to say this, these things. I'm just helping you. I wonder had a friend who was... You know, when you, when, you, when, you, when you grow up in this world, you can't... Your parents can't always keep you in a cocoon. So you're out with your friend. And one day a friend, he, he was like bragging of having sex with many girls. You know how the guys are? So I didn't know about this. One day he said to me, we were lifesavers. We were doing life-saving. I was also lifesaver. Swimming in the waters and so Then he said to me, Since I may see that, so it's really So then I understood that, but the other girls were all smelling. You know? So I realized, look, these things are not what, it's all delusion. That's why I say, pray against deception and delusion. Even if you want to have an affair, if you hear and you think of having an affair, that girl is also just polishing herself for that few moments until you live with her. See, Do you see? That's how it is. Real nice girls is the girls with a proper attitude, not just the look. You have a nice attitude and you are nice to live with. You see, you are, you are a pleasure to live with. You make life nice. It's not about the body. All the bodies grow old. Your beauty is, your flower, your beauty is like a flower. Soon it will go down. It's vanishing. Then it's gone. But how, how, how is, it, is she nice to come home to? Is she a little devil to come home to? Pastor Lafoy said, a pastor fights demons all day. The last thing he needs to do when he knocks on his door is for another demon to open the door. So you ladies, be nice. I said be nice. Be nice to your husbands. Hmm? If you treat your husbands like kings, you will be treated like queens. And don't tell me that they must first treat you like queens. Who said that now? Somebody here said that they must first be treated like... Is that Razi? Fire! Oh, there's a baby, there's a baby. I'm saying the man must treat the woman must treat the man like a king. She's saying, but why doesn't the, the man treat the girl like a queen? Oh, I'm talking about marriage. That's why I got into all this stuff. I see now. Uh, potential beloveds. 
Yeah. Yes. So the sexual part is a small part of the relationship. It's not the main part, it's not the biggest, but it's a small part. It's how nice you are. Do you laugh? Hmm? Do you laugh a lot? The Bible talks about the giggles and the joys of the bedroom. There must be lots of laughter in the house. Teasing. Can you tease one another? Hey, my wife likes to tease me, Charlie. My wife likes to tease me. But I like it like that. Isn't it nice? Rather have a laughing wife than a sour, bitter. There's nothing as bitter as a woman like dripping. It's the Bible says it's like a dripping tip. Yeah. If you had a constant drip. I have now a constant drip there by my back. Uh, my double store is dripping. So it falls on the carport. But the carport has a as a plastic part, a see-through. The rest of the carpet is, is, is the metal sheet. But just this one part is the see-through for the, the light to come down into the car area. So now that the, the gutter is, is, is where the joint is just there. So now when it's raining, that constant drip, it's irritating. But I just leave it there because the Lord reminds me what it would be like. To have a nagging wife. It's like a drip like this. Tip, 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 tip. Ashley, where's Richie boy? He stays away. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. Are you still around? Yeah. We'll have more weddings in the in the in the mega church. More marriages and more weddings. What what is next? What wedding is next? I think uh, Derek, isn't it? <laughs> we must finish our building because the wedding chapels will be, I think, on third floor. Isn't it? The smaller chapel, wedding chapels. Yeah. And we must get excited about marriages. Amen. We must, we, we, we want our children to marry young. They don't have to have all the money in the world to get married. The young marriage saves you from sexual promiscuity. Pastor Bishop uh, Atu's wife told one of the children, you better marry because you cannot fight the flesh. You are not too strong to fight the flesh. So like, well, I'm going to wait till I'm 28. I'm going to wait till I'm 30. One lady in our church. Mm. Let me not tell that story. Number 20. No, it's not, but my book is number 20. Huh? I skipped a few. My book is number Huh? You must have a, a big church because there are more contacts and connections. 
through the people in the mega church amen more context in this world it depends a lot on who you know isn't it you'll get a breakthrough just because you belong to breakthrough mm yes and we can ask uh for a job some of you got even here i believe because we know one another we organize jobs for one another say so yes a cv yes i think that's name she's not here but she lp helped her to get a job or told her about the work it kept nature so she's also there mm So that's the connections. Pastor Brandon is also helping a lot of people here. Uh, that's when a mega church is. Oh, it's a big, it's a large church. There's many opportunities. Amen. And then mm, many of the needs can be met. Many of the needs can be met in the pictures in a small church someone needs a lawyer's advice it is not likely that they will find one if they need a doctor's advice it's not likely they will find one oh isn't it nice that at bmi weekend i'll say that you can find this advice isn't it in a large church there would be likely a doctor a lawyer an engineer a psychiatrist i'm the psychiatrist okay mm and don't think because bmi is in delft we will not have people of importance that like have certain positions in the secular world we're going to have great people oh yes wonderful people Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Virgi, sing a song. Vloli, it's your turn. no interest in the lord doing nothing for god are you enough in the past are you without seed without food are you without a desire are you aimless in the house of god don't be a eunuch in the 
Cause I love you so All I want is to serve you If I live my life again, I'll choose you It's been worth, worth living for you Lord, I love you And there's no one above you Cause you gave your son You gave your love Oh yeah And you turned my life all around You gave your life To set me free So I'll serve you for the rest of my day Oh, 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 oh. Ministrations. Amen. Amen. Now the last session before lunch is uh, a focus again on the double mega missionary church. Amen. 
Ja, because je, ja, this is the book. This is a great book. It's one of my best books of the new series. All of you have read this book before. Beautiful, only maybe 10, 20%. Wow, the double mega. Beautiful. This book was written to help us to know how to do the church growth. Amen. I've explained to you now why we must be a big church. What did I say? Why? You beloved, it's all you can think of, isn't it? I said a few things. Why must we be a big church? Why? Why don't we stay a small church rather? Greater income. Yes, we need the income. Why else? More evangelism. Yeah, we can, more souls can be saved. Yes, Samantha? More miracles, signs, and wonders. Marky? Huh? It's okay. More prayer. Oh, wonderful. There'll be more prayers by the prayer director. Yes. Special ministry needs. I don't know if we thought of all the needs. What need is there? I said prison, feeding, disabled, reading. What did he say? The needy. Yeah, yeah, the needy. You're right. The poor, no? For food. Yeah. Dorcas. That's the clothing bank, isn't it? Huh? Hospital? Hospital visitation. Yeah, but that should be a general uh, cell leaders thingy. But it's also nice maybe if there's a, somebody who specializes in hospitals. I tell you, if there's a place where people want prayers, hospitals. Oh. Yes. If you're walking and praying, they ask, And Bishop Dag says in one of his books that Kenneth Hagen, the Lord spoke to Kenneth Hagen and said, always lay hands on people in hospital. Because you see, God can do mighty things and even the surgeon's operation can be, if one thing goes wrong, the person is gone. But by the prayers, <coughs> many people can be saved. He said to Kenneth Hagen, the great prof, uh, apostle of faith, he said to him, always, he said, Jesus appeared to him. You can believe it or not because it's not in the Bible, but he writes the book, I Believe in Miracles. Then he writes the few times when Jesus appeared to him spoke to him and one of it was when you're in hospital go lay hands on the people i try my best when i'm visiting someone that i lay hands on someone somebody else besides the one i visited because you can never know when death is staring you in the eyes like this lady who died in our church yesterday they said she just went for a high blood something She went for um, diabetes. They thought she had diabetes, only to find out that she had actually high blood and it was too late. And what happened? There was, she had a brain hemorrhage and they couldn't, they couldn't save her. She was not even 60? Yes, Pastor. Yeah? She was in her 50s. You all know her. When we show you a photo, you'll recognize her. So that's why I'm saying more hospital 
visits and praying for sick is important. A church can do it. Amen. What else does a mega church help us to do? More laborers. Yes. That's true. Yes. Yeah, the, the lady said it. More context. Like what connections? Like what would you like? Jobs. The bread you ate this morning was a connection. Yeah. It's the bread they take to the farms for the animals, the pigs and then. What's a connection? <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. Oh, it was blue ribbon bread because our brother Desmond works there. Connection. Connection. Yeah. What else? Mega church. No, no, no. You must give me another one. Something that relates to you. And to you. I just said it. Does it? Yeah. Isn't it nice? Who's made use of Dr. Tip so far? You? 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 Like just ask her. She, she helped me one day with my knee problem. Yeah. See, they trained for seven years in some of these things. So I didn't have to go to hospital or to the doctor. I saved 350 rand. That's here by the, the local Bella doctor. In the white area, it was a 650 rand. See? Connections. A mega church is important. Hmm? Big church. We're not going to be small. Amen? Amen? And what did I say about the boys? Don't be in a hurry. There will be many beloveds for you. Many beloveds. Amen. Amen. Alright, now... The servants must be trained, armed, and dangerous. Hallelujah. The servants must be trained, armed, and dangerous. Go to Malachi 3 verse 18. He says, You shall return and discern between the righteous and the wicked, between them that serve God and them that serve Him not. There's a great difference between a church member and a servant of God. Hallelujah. And we are trying to make you all servants, not church members. Hmm? What is the difference? A church member does nothing for God. A church member just attends church. A church member sits around and receives a lot and gives nothing. Are you such a member? Or are you a servant? When I say you are servant, then I must then I must immediately see, oh yes, this is what you do in the church. Do you see? I must immediately see. Our church will be full of servants and not just members. Amen. Now, the servant of God must be trained with the word of God. 
1 Corinthians 10 verses 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant, how that all our fathers were under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. This is a powerful scripture. These people were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea. So the training of a servant of God is deeper than the teachings of the ordinary believers in the church. Do you understand? A servant of God must be immersed into the teachings of the house. You must not be an embarrassment when somebody cross-questions you about our teachings. Like they say, why do you people teach loyalty? You should say, sit down so that I can tell you. And then you start, point number one. But you are not immersed into the baptism of the teachings of the house. And maybe that's the reason why you can't. That's why these books and the teachings that we receive mainly come from the direction we receive, the stream that we're swimming in. Many Kung Fu schools, but the Jeet Kune Do is the one we choose. Our training style. You have another style, our training. Let's see who wins the fight. That's the thing. And anything in life, there's many. In cars, there's a car. But some is made by Mercedes, some is BM, some is Toyota. But it's a car. Who's better than who? We'll see. Yes, it is a deep teaching. The teachings must become part of your life. If a radio station must take you now and say, can we ask you some questions about your church? Will you be comfortable to go? If they say, why do you believe this? Why do you believe that? Just, why do you believe this? Why do you, why do you say this? Can you answer? That's the question. The servant must be trained in the word. And I think we're trying our best with Bible schools. This year I'm going to implement some few extra schools. I call them schools. School of the Word, School of Memorization, School of Bible Characters. I want to bring it back because I, I feel that. Short courses you can attend a few weeks and then you finish. It's not like a long Bible school. The Bible school is important because even there, I think many of the great books are done in the Bible school. Jamie, this one is done, loyalty and disloyalty. It's one of our main doctrines. What is a doctrine? A teaching. Say teaching. Yeah, when you hear the word doctrine, say it's a teaching. Some people say, ah, doctrine, doctrine. What do they mean? Doctrine simply means teaching. And this is one of our main focus areas. We focus on faithfulness because God is faithful. Simple. Then leadership, the art of following. Do you do this? You do this one? Shepherding? No. What it means to become a shepherd. Yeah. This is our teachings. Church growth, we do. Steps to the anointing. Don't we do transform? Yes. Is it not part of the new course? Steps to the anointing. Gee, we're not even touching all. We're just randomly taking a few, few, few. Where's how to pray? There. This one is also one of our trainings. So that we don't go for riches and money. No, we suffer for Jesus. Like now you're suffering. You're suffering? 
ஏத கேம் ஆசோன் both in public and in private all the servants of the house need to be baptized in the teaching so we are encouraging you all to attend bible school it's a 3 year course it is it is it is a dedication of 3 years of your life but it's you to get into the word a servant must be trained in the word a armed and a skillful servant that has a particular set of skills he must know the word are you hearing me please it's embarrassing when our people don't know the word but i think our people know a lot about the word it's just because you don't talk i don't hear you hmm but we, i'm going to give more opportunities for you to talk maybe some a few revival services and get you to preach so that i can hear what's coming out of your mouth uh now especially that you're doing the pastoral work you must entrench yourself in the day while, while you are praying take some time read the books read the books part of a pastor's work is reading don't 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 feel ashamed if you're sitting and reading a book it's part of your work you must put knowledge in so that you can give knowledge out and read these books i'm giving you is a missionary in is london yes you must know the doctrine especially the doctrine of loyalty you need to know it very well huh so people come to and say ah by yella kek as a mens must samstem me da wat se weggegooi what will you say what will you say yella sien dit dis praat nie nou van daai nie Jylle week op my kerry. Want jylle ken nie die doktrin van die church nie. Is dit waar? I'll never forget Pastor Ali. He always makes me proud because he studies some very serious scriptures. And when somebody once told him, but the Bible says we must love one another. And the Bible, somebody quoted to him from John, the love of God. So he said, but the Bible also says, mark them who cause divisions among you and avoid them wow i said that's powerful you see when the when the devil came to jesus in the wilderness he said it is written so jesus also said but it is also written now the sad thing about my armed soldiers here if they don't know the doctrine then they say to people Ons praat nie nou van daai nie man. Ons los dit nou af man. Nee! Ons praat nou van daai brada. Al uit jou 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 scriptures haal ek my nou uit brada. Why? Because I'm trained, I'm trained. Don't sit like a what's a pop a doll. Hy brada ons praat nie nou van daai nie, verstaan sy brada? Nou scriptures man, take out the scriptures. 
That's why I'm bringing back this year. You're going to see. I'm meeting now before this weekend is over with a memorization. You need to know the scriptures. You need to know the word. You must be well versed in the Bible. And I think training must be constant for you all the time. It mustn't stop. We finish with Bible school. No more, no more training. No, no. There will be small schools. Small schools. And I'll be teaching in the schools. You'll come to me on a Sunday afternoon. I'll be teaching you in the schools. Oh, yes. Is there a problem? Huh? Oh, I see. She needs a space behind LP. Is it right what I'm saying? Are you schooled in the word? Hmm? Especially in our doctrines that we emphasize. Like they say to you, so why, 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 why must you people honor your pastor? It's also something we emphasize, isn't it? What will you say? Don't look at me like that. Now I'm asking you, what will you say? Now sprati no van tiny man. Sprati no van tiny man. Kiki lost die man. Kiki worry man. Lost die. No, ni lost die ni. Come ek jaap jou broek. Sit. He said, take. Ek wil samen met jou praat. Huh? You can only do that if you well versed in the word. See. See brother, sit. I show you in the Bible why do I believe what I believe you should be able to do that you should be able to do that you should be able to do that you gotta say when Pastor Chris is to go say Pastor Chris is Jesus you must show them from the Bible from the and the reason why you can't show them is you don't baptize yourself in the doctrines of the church. The teachings of the church. Huh? Why don't your church baptize babies? Hmm? Can't they baptize this baby? What are you going to say? You don't know the doctrines of the church? You need to answer. Hmm? You need to show them from the Bible. Why do you believe what you believe? You see, the reason why people call us a cult huh, is because of you people, not because of me. You people. Because when they question you, you look like dummies. You're just following Pastor Chris out of a boat. Still, I number what I boat you, man. You're going to prove to me you're not like that, ne? Huh? Can't you guys have the stuff there? Then you play it. Is it not? How's it? How's this thing wired here? Leave it, leave it, leave it. My father was like that. If you take long, he says, leave it. What's it? What's it? Do you remember my father? So, so. You are the reason why they can say accusations. You see, if you, it's almost like when somebody brings 
their prize fighter and says, here's my fighter, then I must say, okay, I'll give this guy to take you. You see, in the spirit. Go sit and answer them. Why do we believe what we believe? We can only say we believe what we believe because it's in the Bible. Ah. I say, who can lease yellow soup by a bishop dags a booker? What will you answer them? I'm asking you now. You're on a camp. You must be Bible lease, man. You're lease on it, booker. What will you answer them? Have you thought about it? You must be baptized into Moses. What is it? The teachings of Moses. Do you see? And then you must give a reason from the teachings. Huh? Don't be afraid of me. I'm, I'm asking you. I'm, I'm just showing you why people can make accusations because you're not a strong defender of the faith. You must be a defender of the faith. In, in, in biblical studies, it's called apolog apologetics. Apologetics. You must be able to defend why do we believe what we believe. Unless you yourself don't know. Is it only because I'm a handsome pastor? Why are you here? Do you understand? And let me tell you, let me tell you all, don't be afraid of the people. Get yourself entrenched in the word, which is the Bible, but the Bible is which, which, which helped by how we are assisted through literature and books. Paul said to Timothy, bring my staff, bring my coat and bring the books. Paul was into books. Daniel, they spoke about Daniel. Daniel read the books of Jeremiah. Uh, books, reading of books is very important for your brain to work. Martin Luther discovered that the Catholics was lying to them when they said that you can pay your way into heaven, you know, call it indulgences, pay indulgences, then you can, we'll pray you out of hell to heaven. Then Martin Luther read the Bible in Galatians and Ephesians and he said, no, but the Bible says, by grace are we saved, it's not of works. So we can't pay for to be saved. We are saved by grace. And he came, he, bring, he brought forth the Protestant Reformation. Protestant Reformation. From which all our churches are birthed. The Protestant churches. Protestant versus Catholic. Listen, don't be afraid. I'm no, I know some of you know answers, but maybe I'm... I'm intimidating you by my presence. Don't be afraid. Just easily read the books. Read your Bible. Check with the Bible if the books are saying is correct. Because the, all those books are basically, half of them is 50% scriptures. Hmm? It's like just teachings, good teachings. We call it systematic theology. Let me help you, but let me brag a bit about my studies. It's called systematic theology. If I want to study about the blood, then I read about the blood in Leviticus, then I read about the blood in Romans. I do a systematic study concerning one topic. Hmm? Systematical exegesis. It's big words, no? Don't be afraid, it's word salad. 
But you should be strong enough to defend why you believe what you believe. Are you with me? And if anything like, look, 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 look at me, look into my navy blue eyes. If anything like, if you feel threatened, then it's not the Holy Spirit. Do you understand? Like if you're here in this church and you almost feel nervous, nervous, uh, pastor's going to do this, pastor's going to, we must be better come because pastor, no, then it's not the Holy You, you see, there must be freedom in the Spirit. You must, you must feel nice when the Holy Spirit is here. Nothing forced and threatened is from the Spirit. For the Lord is that Spirit. And with the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, is freedom. I'm at BMI because I like it here. I'm not forced here. Pastor Chris doesn't force me. Yeah, he rebukes me for my laziness, rebukes me for my lethargy, which is good because I must do better. But I'm not here because of that. Uh huh. And it's not that I believe what I because it's forced. No, I believe it because it's 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 made plain and clear, plain for all to see, plain in the Bible. Hmm? Honor your father and mother. It's in the Bible that your days may be lengthened. You might have ten thousand instructors, but in the faith you don't have many fathers. But I have begotten you in the faith, my son, Timothy. Wow. Beautiful. So people can ask you many questions, isn't it? You need to emerge yourself in the word. And particularly in the doctrines that we emphasize. Do you see? We all believe you must be born again. Say now. That's not a major issue. We're not going to debate it because everybody believes it. But some of the things we put emphasis on that changed our church and changed our lives is maybe what we call our central doctrines, so uh, teachings. So people will attack it. And you will notice like church growth is a major teaching of our church. I have even a conference. The things I have conferences about is our major doctrines. Yapping you, right? Church growth, the anointing, loyalty. Isn't it? There's our major doctrines. What are you going to say? The joke is, what are you going to say? Not what the person said. What are you going to say? Servants! You must be trained in the word. In the word, in the word. What's the first book of the Bible? What's the last book of the Old Testament? What's the first book of the New Testament? What was the gap between the Old Testament and the New Testament? How many years? It's a bit tough, no? What's the last book in the Bible? How many chapters does Revelation have? I see, you're not always so dumb as I think. You're not kidding, you're like, you're not bang for me, you're not. How many chapters does Matthew have? Mark? See, yes, somebody said it here. Say it again. Don't be afraid. You know, Maria's people always embarrass me. Because they know their Bibles very well. Maria, what are you doing there? We had a Bible school the other day. Where was it I came? 
And I cross-questioned the Bible school and the girl from Maria's church was answering all the questions. Second year, my people embarrassed me. Who's that girl? She's not here. She was answering all the questions. I said, well, Maria is doing a good job. And here again, I must now hear from this man how many chapters Mark has. What did he say? How many chapters? And then Luke. These are things you must take. If you really love the Bible, you will memorize things like this. I talk now with you. Look at you. Don't worry, man. I make you scam. Don't be for me. I show you the depth of what you need to go. The book of Psalms got how many chapters? You don't know. You need these are things. It's you're not baptized into the word, man. Servants. Ah, I love my teachings. How much? One fifty. You know it, but you don't say it. Are you shy? Huh? What is the shortest verse in the Bible? Ah, here is Alva Delekin. Where is it found? As I give no fraven two pack. Who's the latest singers now on the market? I don't know. Tyler Perry. Huh? Who's Tyler? Tyler Perry is a man. Oh, I said, but Huh? Swift. Swift. Is it the girl? the girl. She's a singer. What happened to that guy, Chris Brown? He's hitting woman, isn't he, that guy? Is he still around? Rihanna. Are they still singing? And what's that other girl uh, who plays the piano and sings so nice? Alicia Keys. Is she still around? She sings. Huh? Oh, who's the latest on the market now? Who's the new singers? Tyler Swift. Why does Tyler Swift sing? Tyler. Huh? What do they sing? Make me sweat. Make me hot. Worry. Huh? Is she from here? Oh, uh, that girl who won an award. What's her name? Oh, she's Tyler. You're from Mitchell's Plain. She then has an American Tyler Swift. Wow, they wear a cap as Tyler Swift. As I had a Groene Meijer of it's.
Servants, you must be armed and trained. Jy het nou verteilig geken. Make me hot. Make me sweat. Maar jy ken nie die Bible nie. You see, the charismatics are accused of being snowflake Christians. The Pentecostals like to tell us, I'm a Pentecostal in any case. Charismatics is more the latest, the newest Pentecostals with the big screens and everything. That's one way of referring to charismatics. They call us charismatics. But, it's like we don't know the Bible. It's an indictment against us. It's a, it's an, it's a wicked saying. We should be strong in the word shouldn't be afraid and I think many of you just have a fear because you knew some of the answers but you have, don't be afraid hmm? if, I, if, if somebody here and I'm, this is also what I must do on the camp I must identify people to do things if some of you here uh, um, Jevin, if you can design you know I'm releasing you from other duties design games for the youth to know the Bible please to know the Bible well then also Secondary games to know our doctrines. Do you see? So when anybody attacks you on a certain day, you know what to say. You know what to say. Like many of you already, right? You practice what to say if somebody comes to knock on your door and ask for a TV license. <laughs> you don't have a license, right? But you already know what you're going to say when they come. Say, Blaine, You see my eyes here. I look at the eyes, the people see here. Like one day, somebody was building a wall, but I knew it was illegal. So I asked them, where's the plan of this wall? So they just all said together, it's with the owner. But they, they were trained what to say. Where's the owner? He's not here. The plan is with the owner. We told you it's with the owner. He's not here. <laughs> You are, uh, uh, you, are, you are learning to lie. You are prepared. You, so you must also be prepared to answer when you are asked about your, your belief. Why do you believe? You see, in the word. So, Javan, you said something? I don't want people to say Breakthrough Ministries is a big snowflake church with a lot of people, but we don't know the Bible. I'm a man of the Bible. I studied a master's degree in religious studies at the University of Cape Town. I didn't buy my degree over the internet. Hmm? So how can the teacher be knowledgeable and the students are not? And I'm not a bad teacher. So don't embarrass me. So the only thing, I, Pastor Charlie, that I think that will work is constant, um, like small schools will test. Small schools will test. Small schools will test. It's something new I'm introducing because this is why the camp is here. I'm coming, trying to tell you new things I'm introducing. So for example, you will have phases and levels. Say levels, right? Have you played Donkey Kong? You must go to the next any Pac-Man game. Boom, 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 chase, finish. Then level two, then level three, 
Then level four. Huh? You must go to levels. So all of you are going to go to levels of Bible knowledge. Yeah. You will come sit in classrooms. Jason, can you get that going for me? You are all students. Get the students of UWC. Sit together in the prophet's lounge. And then in the old prophet's lounge. In the den. And, and work it out for me. That we have these type of things. General, I will help you and, and, and pass and, 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 and approve it. So the first few will be small, small questions. Then we go deeper, then deeper. Then you go to the levels. You know, there's a church called the Salvation Army. Have you heard about them? They wear uniform. Like, 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 like war uniform. Like the general, the major. Yeah. And they have chappies on their shoulders like this. So I think I'm going to also design a, a jacket with chappies. So you have one, two, three, four. You have level six in Bible knowledge and doctrine. Then when we see you, you just have a, the jacket. There's no chappies. You call the rookie a rookie. Pastor Robin, what do they call them? Rookies. Yeah. Cadets. You're a cadet. Opal cadet. Do you think it's a good idea? Because, I mean, we can't stay being embarrassed like this, isn't it? That our people, even our pastors, don't know the Bible. You must know the Bible. Then you must know the doctrines that we're in. We actually give you the teachings of loyalty and disloyalty. And Where will you be tested? Not by me or by somebody from outside who challenges you. What will your answer be? What will you say? Don't say... Neiman lost no die. If you say that, you're going to make me angry. If you say that, you're going to make me angry. Oh, yeah, 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 you're going to make me Say my the Bible say. Hmm? Honor. Honor them that rule over you. They are worthy of double honor. And if you're not convinced about it, and I see that is when you get you get hijacked by the devil. You see? You yourself don't believe it. You don't believe it. So it just takes one person to come and say. Did you really say? Did you really say? Wegazay. Wegazay. Is it basis? Say met het glo. You must have peace in your heart. People think that everybody who leaves our church is an orango. It's not true. An orango is someone who leaves the church but also hopes the church goes down. That's an orango. But somebody might leave the church and don't have that hope for the church to go down. Hmm? Won't talk bad about the church. Just has to move maybe for distance reasons. Or just another choice, but it doesn't talk bad about the church. Then that person can leave. Anybody can leave a church. Hmm? It's just how we respond to your leaving. That's the difference. 
what type of response will you get? Depends on how you live. Uh huh. So if somebody is saying, this is a bad church, why would you want such a person to be talking to your church members? Our church members are so flimsy, they can't even defend the gospel. Why will you still let the wolf come and talk to your church members? If they were strong soldiers, trained and armed, you say, ah, I can talk to them, I'll give you anyone. Who do you want to talk to? Jason, Devon, who? Who do you want to talk to? I'll give them to you. But I'm so afraid because your knowledge will, 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 not, will not deliver you. Do you see? I think you're there because I'm a nice pastor. I really think. Hmm? What could they be there for? Tuck shop? Probably. It's a nice church. The colors on the pillars. Hmm? The garden. The toilets. Maybe not belabor this point, but it, it, it shows you, huh? It shows you that we need to be good defenders of the Bible. Maybe what we could do, Jason, is, I don't know what's happening tonight. I wanted to do late tonight after the braai, maybe, because of the time. I wanted to have one or two uh, drama concerts, like concerning that somebody questions you about the church and you answer him back. It will be good. Fine, just, just be creative and think of something for tonight. Amen. We were going to get some singers here tonight of people that we don't, have not heard before. But because of this noise problem, we're not sure if it will make it. Amen. Like Virgie's mother, she was going to sing for us. She's, uh, her nickname is Brenda Farsi. But she did say she's not a singer. Where's he got it from his father's family? What was my point? Every servant is trained with the word. Number three, or number two, every servant is grafted into the anointing. Every servant is grafted in the anointing. Proverbs 27, 19. As in water face answereth to face, so the heart of man to man. Put it in the NLT, let me see if it says anything different. As a face is reflected in the water, so the heart reflects the real person. The servants armed and trained is connected to the anointing. King James is better. Heart of man to man. A servant is greater than... Remember the servants armed and trained are much higher than the ordinary member. The servants armed and trained are connected to the anointing. Beautiful. Because the heart must be connected to the heart. Servants armed and trained hearts must be connected to the heart of their mentor and their father. It is really the only way to be grafted into the family. Hmm? 
That's a sure connection. The anointing on your man of God. What connects you? It's like you fall under some umbrella. It's, it's a grace. You can call it a grace. And then if you walk in that same anointing, you will produce the same things. That's very important. If, if you must ask me, to whom my ministry is most similar of the big preachers in the world, it will be Bishop Daggy with Mars. I might have glimpses of small others, but the most closest Daggy with Mars. Because we, it's, just, it's not just that I copy. You see, you can copy things, but if something is spiritual, anointed, it's different, very different. And if your heart is connected, you see, you can't be easily moved because you are joined heart to heart. Like, like Elijah, Elisha was said, look, I'm going to just, don't, don't, you can't go far with me, stay. He said, I can't, I can't. I will go with you wherever you go. Wherever you go, I will go with you. You must be connected by the anointing. Amen. You must pick up the anointing on the man of God's life. Yeah. It will make you it will make you it will give you a deep connection. It's easy to leave if you're not connected. It's easy to leave. It's easy to be persuaded by some cuckoo. Easy. You didn't perceive the man of God as a real man of God. That's why I told you yesterday, I gave you a long explanation of how great I think Bishop is to me. My heart is connected to the anointing. Oh yes, no man can do these things unless God is with him. That's what Nicodemus said. He came in the night, he said, Lord, I perceive you must be a man sent from God. Why? Because no man can do such things unless God is with him. Bishop Frank said that of me when, I, when he showed the building. He said, God is with you all. I said, what do you mean? He said, no man can do these things unless God is with him. Unless God is with him. Look, I tell you the truth. People don't really care for other human beings. It is God who we're looking for. And anybody that's closer to God is what we are interested in. Because really we want to come to God. We want to get closer. Joshua tried to go with Moses because he also wanted to go to the top. But Moses said, you better stay halfway. Because God said, nobody must come so high. The others stayed in the valley. And they, they started to make a calf and another idol. But Joshua went up halfway. If you read the book of is it Exodus, Deuteronomy, you find that whole story. His heart was connected 
everybody is looking for God. So you, you find someone that you can say, no, but this guy, he's close to God. Why? He's anointed. What does it mean? He's doing extraordinary things. No man can do these things unless God is with you. Oh, to criticize is easy. You don't need anointing, oh. To criticize is easy. To talk a lot of gibberish is easy. Ah, but to do great things. What wisdom is this? That such mighty works are done by God's hand. What wisdom is this? That is it. Hey, I'm telling you. The anointing is going to surprise you all. Maybe if you, if you still had, oh, maybe because of that connection, maybe that connection, maybe this is the reason that then the Lord must surprise you more by doing things that you can genuinely say, no, this couldn't be possible if it wasn't gone. No, it couldn't be possible. That's why I believe in the three-story tower. Because there might be some that still doubt and say, Nee man, het geel by bishop gekry man. Hy praat by jou van bishop, bishop gee om sikke geel man. There's always doubters, I tell you. There's always, always doubters. But they'll be shocked. Then they will say, Nee wat, vracht die wa, God is met jou. Because no man can do these things. That's the sign of the anointing. Extraordinary supernatural things. Amen? Amen. We're almost finished. Are you still around? Amen. Stand to your feet a little. Stand to your feet. We're closing. We're closing. What is your swear up, Stani? It's my net up. It's my net up. Huh? You stand by your swap. You can't get it. You The servants that are armed and trained, number four, or whatever number you have, because my book is different numbers. Every servant of God is trained through multiple experiences. Amen. We have to give you experience. I spoke about it yesterday, so I won't belabor the point. You must go through some experiences. You must be moved. We moved Pastor Robin, Pastor Charlie, Pastor Ali. We moved them around through different branches. And multiple experiences. Deirdre was pastor of Ravensmith at one stage. Pastor Charlie was actually the pastor there. Then he came to Rosendal. Then he went to Extension. Ah, we have moved people around. Oh, so that you can have these experiences. In Jeremiah 20, 48 verse 11, it says, Moab hath been at ease from his youth, and he had settled on his lease. And hath not been emptied from vessel to vessel. Neither hath he gone into captivity. Therefore his taste remained in him. And his scent is not changed. What does it mean? When we say his scent is not changed. And being emptied from vessel to vessel. It means you are being moved around from place to place. Many of you have been in ministries for too long. Listen from this camp and this day forward. Like I say when I marry you. From this day forward. Your husband and wife. From this day forward, some of you will be transferred to other ministries. You see, like in the government also, uh, when, when, when Ramaphosa says, now I'm reshuffling my cabinet. 
minister of transport now becomes minister of roads and or whatever. Roads of mining, bushes and trees. Mm. It is very important for the servant that wants to become trained and armed to do more than one ministry. And when you come quiet, Raki, they is not in the bookshop, so they will not in the bookshop play. Or stay for you now, hospital to. Of prison ministries. C-section, 28. They visit hulle. I think we are, we, are, we are too much, what do you call it, pampalumping the, 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 minister, the ministers. You know, when, when, when Ali started with Leiden and, I, and Tashley was sent there, I was always afraid for her. I said, hey, how can you send her into such dangerous places? But she went. And I'm sure if you can work in Leiden, you can work anywhere. Yeah. You can work anywhere. Because I said, hey, my wife said she went there one day to visit someone and she said, the conditions are quite challenging in the Leiden. The houses are very small. It's challenging to work there. But it's part of your training as a servant. Huh? When I see you, when I see you, then, then I shouldn't feel sorry for you. Because it means you're not yet. Your scent has not changed. There it is. And the scent is not changed. Your scent must be changed. Virgie, from Toilet City to Delft, you must work anywhere. My wife went to work in Elsie's also. And that's a wonderful thing. Amen. Your natural tendencies, your thoughts, your ideals. There must be no groupings that you can't work with this people, you can't work with that people. No, we are all the same. Same, we are BMI. Amen. We are changing to militarized servants of God. Hallelujah. We can go anywhere. Pastor Charlie with his home shell directions can change and move and redirect and plant and replant. You must just say, I'm going. A servant goes where his master sends him. Oh? He goes where his master sends him. Yes. Hmm? A servant is trained with multiple experiences. Multiple experiences. Sit down. The last one. The last one. The servant. Do you want to stand longer? Stand again, stand again. Somebody's moaning. Somebody's moaning. I don't know why they are moaning. The servant's armed and trained campaign ensures that every servant of God is equipped with books. Hallelujah. Every servant of God must have the books. And that's why we, we have a big emphasis on books here. It's our ministry. It's the way we do it. It's our pattern. Do you understand? Mariana Kegeti Bukani, that's their style. We have books. Huh? When the bookshop is fully blown in the new foyer, probably gonna get some more help in the bookshop now, new helpers. There's gonna be books from various, we have other authors as well. Many other, Joyce Meyer, you name it, any book. 
But you must have books. Amen. Ask your neighbor, how many books do you have? How many books? You must have books. You must have books. Trained and armed with books. And Bishop Dag is now giving the books free. Amen. If you want the books free on any device, go to Jason. And they will give it to you for free. All the books. 100 books for free. Why would a man give 100 books away for free? He must be a man sent from God. The books will change your life. You know, as available as these books are, you won't believe that people don't read it. I'm sure even a lot of the things I'm saying here, you've never heard it before, but it's all here in the books. <laughs> you must just discipline yourself. And take some time and sit on the couch, sit on a chair, sit on a tomaticacy and read a book. Look, I can vouch for these books. These books are anointed. Many of my friends in the ministry, they write books. Their books are not nice. I've read a lot of my friends' books or I start to read it and I get bored and I throw it down. When I pick up these books, it's like sweet in my mouth. And you all have that have read it. It's easy to finish. You know, you're lazy to read, alright? But you need to read. Doctors must read a lot, isn't it? Lawyers must read a lot, isn't it? Any university student, Jason, you must read, you must read, you must read. Actually, university, I think, is more about reading than anything else. Reading, reading, reading. Perra's husband, Leon, he was a reader. They testified of him. He was always found with a book. That's why you see, and he read, he was a fan of Bishop Dag. He read all his books, or the books that he got his hand on. That's why you couldn't convince him or, or, or try to tell him that BMI is this or this or this. No, he read the books and he understood the books. Because in his mouth it was sweet. Oh, yes. <clears throat> Maybe you have books on the bookshelves. But the books are not working. Or oh, it's there for decoration. Please, the books. Then the videos. The videos, please, the videos. If there was any good thing that came from YouTube, it's the videos. I tell you. If you can get a YouTube TV and a free Wi-Fi, you are in the World Cup. You are in the World Cup. If we had this when we were children, we would have been far. I would have been far. I wouldn't have been standing here with you. I would have been having a church in Singapore. But it wasn't 
available for me then. See, so today it's just nice. You press the remote. How many of you have a smart TV? Put up your hand. Who don't have a smart TV? Put down your hand. Who would like a smart TV? Father, in the name of Jesus, open the door for them to have a smart TV so that they can use it not to watch pornography, Lord, but to watch the preaching of the gospel. Give them also data, Lord. Lord, data is a problem for my people. Shower them with unlimited data. High-speed connections. So that they can entrench themselves in the books, in the videos, in the audios, in the name of Jesus. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. Last, last. Just keep standing. We're almost finished. What time are you guys ready for us? Okay, so I can still flow a little bit. We're going to take a walk to the beach now, now. Amen? Who's, who's walking with me to the beach? How are we going to do this? Are we just going to walk down the street? Huh? The people are going to shoot us, bruh. Where's the place there on the beach where we can go? If somebody scout the land. Do you know where? Tidal pool. Oh, Jesus. Any rate. Just this, this, this last verse. This is, if you want to know doctrine. Hello. Hello. I was talking about doctrine and you were embarrassed when I came here, right? Now, this is one of the doctrinal scriptures you must know. Ezekiel 2 verse 2. You say, why, why do they want you to listen so much to preaching? This is it. And the Spirit entered into me when he spoke unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spoke unto me. Yeah. Whilst he was still preaching. You see, and that is even why you will sense a deeper touch of the Spirit. You're sitting here for long hours and you're going to see in any moment the Holy Spirit can touch you. Oh, yeah. Because of the long, it's a spiritual exercise. You might be tired, your eyes might be droopy. No problem. You are tired, but you'll be changed. You are tired, but you'll be anointed. No problem. It's waters washing, 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 washing. And the Spirit entered me when He spoke unto me. This will make you armed with the anointing. Hallelujah. Because what will enter you? The Spirit will enter you as you listen to the Word of God. You can have a large collection. My daughter, yes, she stole my uh, hard drive with all my preachings on. And I didn't know where it was and I was very sad and eventually she owned up that she had taken it to listen to the preaching but I have it back now, I'm so happy Jimmy Swaggart Reynard Bonka Billy Grip, they're all categorized I've got a hard drive when I, when I first learned that you can download from YouTube, I told my son Bevan, download me all these messages all Stuff we used to watch on VHS. Struggle to get the thing going. Now it's just easy. You just press open file. Go down. Which we want to watch. Ray Bonke. Go to Bonke. All the messages. Watch the blood of Jesus. That one. 
so nice. So nice. And then when you watch it, you look, look, look. It's a video dimension is different to audio. Some stuff you can't get on video, you must listen in the audio. Uh-huh. Like Bishop Dag's old camps, you can't get it on video, but you get it on audio. The cryptos man, those things. Yeah. How can I say thanks, those things? Some modern stuff on Facebook. Not Facebook, YouTube. You can get it on YouTube. Some modern stuff. But the old ones, they're on the audio. Then you must also listen to the audio. Don't worry if you fall asleep. Listen, sleeping is part of the ministry. Yeah. I fall asleep many times while listening to preaching. Then when I'm opening my eyes, then the preaching has finished and it's gone to another preaching. But I said, the guy had a black suit on while I was preaching. <laughs> no, but it was, and I, and I dozed off. And then I rewind. Because you can rewind also on YouTube. I press rewind. And I remember now, where did I hear this? Okay, I, this is what the last I heard. Then I listen again. And I try to be awake. Then I either get coffee or get something to eat. Because it keeps you, you must fight the flesh, you see. Flesh, isn't it? Like I can't watch movies and I fall, if the movie is not interesting, then I fall asleep. Then my wife gets very angry with me. Then she says, slap the wheel. I say, I'm not sleeping, I'm meditating. <laughs> Do you watch videos? Preaching videos? Buy yourself a hard drive. It's, it's, it's how much? It's a hard drive. External hard drive. Yeah. Or if you don't have a hard drive, a flash drive. Flash drive is how much about? Nay man, money met the dear mensen can even cost a key. Eighty ren. Eighty ren. Huh? Eighty ren for a 60, 16 gig. Even how much preachers can go on a 16 gig? Preaching. Audio. Huh? I'm serious. Look here. Many of you have these modern cars that can even put in the audio, the, the, the USB stick, isn't it? Or you can attach your phone to it. So you can ask my IT guys, who's IT here? IT technicians. Who's our IT department? Yeah, go to him. Tell him, Bevan, I bought the stick. But write your name on there because people steal in the church. Write your name with a big black cookie. Just, and you say, load me some preaching of Ponke. Ponke is great evangelist. Oh, anything you like. Bishop Dag, please. My preachings, I think there's going to be a Tedesco too. I heard somebody's busy making, a, I've got a Tedesco with hundreds of my messages, but now the modern ones are going on the latest one. I don't know by when. They must just rush, get it out. We give you all. You just... It's a USB. You just pay for the USB. Uh, the messages are free. Listen, listen. I'm training you and I'm telling you what, I'm arming you with what will make you a person with skill. Do you understand? Particular set of skills that makes you a nightmare to the devil. I, it's videos preaching. Videos and preaching. People can want to 
talk you down press you down but you will rise through these things i'm telling you the anointing will make you rise that thing and the spirit will enter you when he spoke unto me bishop dag always talks about this guy uh derek prince i've also tried to listen to then i just 5 minutes and i'm sleeping it's just i can for some preaching is sweet in your mouth if it's not sweet then it's maybe it's not for you do you see it's not it's not for you the things i'm talking to you about today are spiritual things they are not material things you're not going to get richer financially or have a bigger house no 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 it's just your spirit man will be strong and you be you could be connected in the realm of the spirit that's why i'm telling you those things then meet with friends that are in this you see don't be sharing worldly stuff share this stuff and say, hey did you listen to this preaching i like talking to people then he says hey you must listen to this one preaching then he says this and i said where where is that one what's the name of the teaching then he gives me oh he's on that preaching i said okay let me go and listen to it when i pick to pastor charlie i get that a lot he said hey i listened to this of bishop dag he was saying this i said wait what's the name of the tape the tape is this thing oh there there then i go and search for it then i also see it but if i talk to you you're not going to tell me what you listen to isn't it but now from today onwards from this camp you're being armed and trained books videos ah servants books audios videos hallelujah let's pray for a minute sheko tapanta satatata reposha Libra And the Spirit entered me when He spoke unto me and set me upon my feet. 
that I heard him that spoke unto me. Oh Lord, won't you come in an Are you going to listen to preaching? Are you going to find your USB if you can't afford an external hard drive which can load hundreds of messages? It's worth it. You're going to make time for books so that you can understand the doctrines of the church and the teachings. Hmm? Servants, will you be armed and trained? The world is waiting for us. But you need to be spiritually ready to be part of the workforce. You need to not just be a member, but a, a servant that is armed and fully trained and dangerous. Someone that becomes a nightmare with a particular set of skills. The skill of gathering. The skill of witnessing. The skill of winning people to the kingdom of God. The skill of nurturing. The skill of pastoring. The art of leading. The art of shepherding. Father, we ask for your blessing as we work towards becoming trained and armed soldiers. May we not continue the way we were, but may we change and may we do more for you with the with dynamic power of the Holy Ghost upon us to be more fruitful as the time runs by and the years go by. May we do more. May the mega church become a reality. Uh, may the space run out in the name of Jesus. May you increase us with men like a flock. May more lives be saved from darkness into the light, the marvelous light of your Son. May more souls be saved from the dying, blending fires of hell in Jesus' mighty name. Give us your peace that passes human understanding. Be with us in the name of Jesus. And I think Pastor Chris Ross shared very well. He explained the message very well. So I think I'm going to ask him to share every day. You know, the Archbishop brought the prophet and I'm also bringing you. <laughs> so you, you, you explained the, the word very nicely to all of us. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages of Pastor Chris, tune in to Chris Ross Ministries podcast. Remember, faith cometh by hearing.